Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, everybody, we have flipped the calendar to October. It's my favorite month of the year. I think it's the best. Sports month of the year. We probably have an entire podcast about that one. But this is Believe in Betting LA episode 15. I'm your host, Sam Maxwell. You can follow me, of course, as always, on Twitter at smaxwell713. And I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Lewart of StagCap. You can follow him at Lou Mandingo Rock. And the fine fellows at StagCap are at StagCap. Chris, we're about a quarter of the way through the NFL season. We're a little bit further than a quarter of the way through the college football season. Time flies and you're having fun, huh? That's right. And it's week five, week six, week seven. Uh, definitely my favorite weeks of the year because since, especially in the NFL, they don't play a preseason um, and <laughs> in, injuries are hopefully minimalized, although we've seen kind of a lot the quarterback position. Uh, I feel like this is kind of the best games you see. Mm-hmm. Teams tend to be at their healthiest. They tend to be, they've got the whole playbook in. Unless you're the Bears and Mitch Trubisky can only run a 30-year playbook. Again, I digress. Um <laughs> Definitely my favorite NFL weeks outside of the playoffs. Yeah, this is it's really going to be fun. And, of course, we got baseball playoffs starting. The Dodgers will take on the Nationals. Game one is tomorrow evening. We're recording this Wednesday evening, October 7th. Second, the second straight time I've said that. Wednesday evening, October 2nd. It's about quarter of eight. So we're not going to talk about the Dodgers today, but I think we both agree they have a very good chance of beating the Nationals. Although it's baseball, you can always lose that opening series again this is believe in betting la this is episode 15 we're going to talk about all of the la's football teams today sc of course is on a bye but we'll talk ucla we'll talk about the rams game coming up tomorrow big showdown in the division against the seahawks and of course we'll wrap it out and talk about the chargers hosting division rival the denver broncos you can uh, subscribe to our, our podcast anywhere you choose to get your podcast from that includes itunes stitcher Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. And, of course, this is on the Believe Podcast Network. It has grown by leaps and bounds. We started this podcast uh, earlier this summer and into the spring uh, with Lay the Juice, the original podcast with Darren Sai and myself. Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Let's talk about last week here, Chris. We were back after a one-week hiatus, and we were talking about, of course, NFL Week 4 and College Week 5. I went three and four for the second consecutive week, so just kind of nudging my way under 500 here. I'm 11, 13, and one overall. You're definitely in the red if you're betting every one of my bets. Uh, but Chris, with a huge bounce back after a one and five dreadful last week, you went flipped it around and you went five and one. You're at 18, eight and one, my friend. So far this season, you are winning some people some money. How does it feel? Embrace the variance, folks. Good days, bad days, <laughs> up and down. Never as down as you think you are. You're never as high as you think you are. That's, that's great life advice in general. Um, so, all right. Chris is 18-8-1. I'm 11-13-1. I'm hoping to get over the hump here, over 500, hopefully, this week. Let's start here. Let's talk about UCLA. They lost 20-17 to at Arizona last week. This week, they face another pretty dreadful team in the Pac-12, the 1-3 Oregon State Beavers are coming to town here to take on the 1-4 UCLA Bruins. This is Saturday evening, 6 p.m. from the Rose Bowl. UCLA is a six-point favorite, believe it or not. It's hard to imagine them as a 1-4 team as a six-point favorite, but they are. The over-under is 65 and a half. 
Give me your picks here for UCLA, Chris. Oh, do I have to? Um, we were talking about this before the show. We both, yes. neither one of us really want to bet this game. It's, it's as ugly of a game as you'll see. Uh, but that's what we do here in this episode. That's right. It's, you know what? It doesn't matter what the teams are. You're betting the money. Um, it just so happens that because the teams are so wild and UCLA is schizophrenic that uh, the lines makers, even if you think you have a good line, you might not have a good line because who the heck knows? Um, in this case, uh, I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible, and this will be a theme throughout this entire episode. I'm taking the Oregon State first quarter money line uh, at plus 150. I actually think that might creep a little higher, maybe a little plus 155. Uh, again, if you can get it, find that value. And I just think if if this turns into a shootout, which by that high total, um, I think they, they think it's going to. I, I like Oregon State in in that first quarter to kind of to kind of nudge out ahead and, and the way it's priced. That's that's the only thing I could get mildly excited about in what could be an absolute disaster of a game. Disaster of a game, disaster of a season, disaster of a tenure so far uh, for Chip Kelly, which has only netted I believe four total wins here. Um, I also like Oregon State in this game. I would take them plus six, but that is not going to be my bet here. And I feel gross saying this, this is against my brand. I, I would not want to watch this game, but I'm going to take the over 65 and a half. Oregon State has a dreadful defense. 65 and a half seems like a high number, but neither one of these teams really play tremendous defense, although UCLA has had some low scoring games. They don't really have confidence in their defense. Oregon State's giving up 30.25 points per game, including only giving up seven points against D1AA team or FCS team Cal Poly. If you take out that game, Chris, they're surrendering. 38 points per game over the stretch of three games here. UCLA's offense, of course, is schizophrenic. They're only averaging 17 points or score, only scored 70 points a week ago, excuse me, after erupting for 67 on the road against Washington State. So we know they have it in them, but we also know that uh, good quarterback play has been hard to come by with UCLA. So I don't love this bet. I would lean this way. I would only put one unit on it, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and take UCLA, Oregon State, over 65 and a half. Let's briefly talk about SC here. They're on a bye. They will resume next week uh, when they take on Notre Dame. They lost, of course, last week at Washington. I think we both picked against them. Next week is might be for Clay Helton's job here, so we'll talk, obviously, more about SC next week, but a brutal stretch. After, after beating Utah, you thought maybe they were trying to get the good things going here, but, of course, as we predicted, three flags up does not tend to work from week to week and then did not work this week for Matt Fink. All right, let's talk about college best bets of the week here. What do you got for us, Chris? So college, I'm taking, it's the money line play again, and this is right in your neighborhood, so feel free to, to wow the folks. Big Ten, Iowa at your loved Michigan uh, money line, Iowa plus 155 is a, is a pretty good bet right now. Hopefully it stays that way. Um, again, make sure you're getting the best value you can on it. But uh, Michigan is not, I don't know, are, is Michigan are who we thought they were, or are they not? I know, I know they're paying their head coach like 10 million dollars um but that team is just not they're just not a great team they're just not michigan is is okay but they're not great at all michigan did absolutely stomp the new jersey state college rutgers team <laughs> last week i think they went 52 nothing so um it's an interesting game because iowa has looked good they haven't really played a tough schedule michigan has obviously looked dreadful until uh, they had a big win last week 52 nothing against rutgers this is going to be a smash mouth kind of game and i'm really interested to see who comes on top here because both these teams um, you know, I had different expectations coming to the season. I was your typical 
will not beat themselves. You know, developmental program, a lot of talent, but not as many big, big recruits. Michigan's basically the exact opposite. So I think the value is good there. I do think Michigan ultimately will come out on top. My best bet of the week is we're going to stay here in the Big Ten Conference. I'm going to take the under in the Northwestern Nebraska game. I'm sure everyone's thinking, ah, there's a Sam Axel brand that was really looking for the <laughs> under. 49.5 Northwestern at Nebraska. Last week, we saw Northwestern absolutely yuck it up against my Wisconsin Badgers. Made that a very close game. Badgers ended up winning 24 to 15. Pat Fitzgerald went, to a, went for a couple of two point conversions when they were down uh, by 14, and then when they were down uh, next time by eight. So, very strange in the way he did that. But um, this is what Northwestern does they play really good defense, they struggle to move the ball. It always feels like it's going to be a blowout, and they come back to make things interesting. Uh, and that's why I like the under here. I don't see a lot of points being scored. Northwestern is down to their third-string quarterback. TJ Green, of course, was lost for the season. Hunter Johnson was knocked out last week against the Badgers and is questionable for this game. Aiden Smith is their third stringer. He has 137 passing yards with one touchdown and three picks on the year. I don't see this game being high-scoring. Nebraska got their doors blown off last week against Ohio State, which, by the way, I think the Buckeyes might be the best team in the country right now after watching that game. I think that game was 48 to 7. It was 30, 38 nothing at halftime, something like that. Uh, Nebraska, they can score, but this is a game that I think Northwestern is going to control. They're going to keep it very ugly, and I do think Nebraska will sweep this out, but I do like the under here, 49 and a half. And, and, and it's worth pointing out here that the Wildcats are 6 and 2 in the under in their last eight conference games, 5 and 2 in their last seven road games. Nebraska has hit the under in four straight home games, including last week. And the Huskers are actually 6-1 and one with the over in their last seven games coming off of a loss. So if you believe the trends here, it generally follows the under there. But go ahead and take it. 49.5 under Northwestern at Nebraska. Let's transition to the pro ranks here. We have a fun game tomorrow. And just as a reminder, again, we're recording this October 2nd, Wednesday evening. It's about 8 o'clock in the Los Angeles area. And the Rams, 3-1 Rams, will travel to Seattle to take on the 3-1 Seahawks. The Seahawks are a point-and-a-half favorite. The over-under set at 49-and-a-half. This one, of course, Thursday night football, tomorrow evening, 520 from Century Link Field. Give me your thoughts on this one here, Chris. Well, I think the Rams are my bet. I'll start off straight up with my bet. Uh, I've got the Rams in the first half money line at plus 110 um, to follow my trend of nothing. But money lines this week, I think the Rams are going to come out pretty strong. I think they got bushwhacked a little bit last week by Tampa Bay, who finally – put together what their offense should really be looking like um, with Bruce Arians, the the quarterback whisperer. And I actually great. don't, yeah. I, I don't think, you know, the defense got a couple turnovers. I just think that was more uh, kind of dumb, bad luck by the Rams. I actually watching that game. I didn't think the Rams looked terrible so much as I thought the bucks looked really good. Um, but I think McVeigh is going to rally the troops. I think they're going to have a bad taste in their mouth and uh, I think they're going to come out firing and I think it's going to be a close game ultimately, but I think the Seahawks are going to get punched in the mouth first and, and be reeling mm-hmm. a little bit. So that's why I like that, that first half. But um, again, despite what my feelings are, please bet the number, not the teams. <laughs> this is a big game for the division. I mean, whoever wins this game is going to be four and one. The Rams will host the Niners next week, which is believe it or not, one of only three undefeated teams remaining uh, in the NFL. So this is a huge, 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 huge divisional game here. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to push them past three-point threshold. I'm going to push them past the seven-point threshold. We have a very special teaser 101 episode that's coming your guys' way. It should probably already be published by the time you're listening to this one. So episode 16, 
We bring in the second member, second of three members of SAG Capital, Mike Hall. He gives us really great analysis on what to look for in a teaser, how to bet teasers. This was the one example he gave. The Rams are a point and a half underdog. You can push them past three, push them past seven. You gain a lot of value when you bet the Rams here. I actually like the Rams outright in this game, uh, but I really like them if you can get them at plus seven and a half. Let's move on to the other team here in Los Angeles, the Chargers, taking on the Broncos. The 0-4 Denver Broncos are traveling uh, this week to Inglewood to take on uh, the Chargers. And Sorry, not Inglewood. Uh, the Carson. Where, <laughs> next year they'll be in Inglewood. Right now in Carson. This game uh, is at 1.05 p.m. Sunday from what's our favorite park in the NFL? Dignity House Sports <laughs> Park. All right. Chargers home stadium. Chargers six and a half point favor in this one. The over-under is at 44 and a half. What's your thoughts on this Chargers-Broncos game? I think that stadium name just rolls right off the tongue. I think they should. I know SoFi. Yeah, SoFi is going to be the new one. But uh, if we could, you know, I don't know, name a tailgate after Divinity Health, (laughs) you know, park. The Galaxy are still going to play there. So it's going to live on. That's right. It will will live on. Uh, Shout out to the White Sox who play at Cash for Gold Stadium. So uh, nobody nobody feel bad about the name of Divinity Health Park. This might be the best park game we see because the Broncos are at empower retirement fields so i mean really, <laughs> these two are just just awesome this is a this is a meeting of the minds that's right you can't get better than that uh i again uh money line bet here i like the broncos the first half money line plus 196 i think that's going to creep higher too uh i'd love to get a plus 205 if you can my thought here is that the broncos are going to rally together around uh chubb's injury who weirdly came out and said he was happy he injured his ACL because he was getting too complacent and really wanted to focus uh, on a season-ending injury. So interesting play by that. But uh, I actually think the Broncos are a little bit better than they've showed. Uh, I think they're going to rally together. Chargers are definitely the better team. I can see them eking out a win here. But uh, the Chargers did not look great. I know they traveled across the country, but Miami had that game pretty close for for three quarters. It's so, so covered. That's the only thing that matters, right? Yeah, that's right. Cover, yeah, great teams win. Or no, good teams good win, teams great win, teams cover. Great teams cover, and that's, that's what right. Chargers so, did. Uh, um, tra- yeah, Chargers better team, but I think Broncos are going like, to put up a good fight. Okay, interesting. Yep. Uh, as you may or may not know, I am a Broncos fan. I grew up a Broncos fan. My mom is from Denver. Family's got season tickets, and they are that bad. <laughs> they really are. I think you're wrong about that. The Broncos are just dreadfully awful this year. Vic Fangio is completely in over his head. John Elway is about to be fired. They don't have a quarterback for the sixth straight year or whenever Peyton Manning last retired. Bradley Chubb, I think, is a top five most important player for that team. He's out for the season. This team is dangerously close to quitting, and I don't think it's going to change this week. The Broncos did come out last year to Los Angeles. They shocked the NFL world. And they beat the Chargers, and this Chargers team obviously is nowhere near as talented or as good as they were last year. So don't use that as a blueprint here. Chargers are only six and a half point favorites. I do expect this to be a lower scoring game. Uh, and if it was seven, I wouldn't feel that great about it. But I do like it at six and a half here. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers, the home team, minus six and a half. Let's move on. Let's talk about our NFL best bets of the week. Give me yours first here, Chris. Easy peasy. Yet another money line bet. Pan- uh, Jaguars at Panthers. I got the Panthers money That's line. Fun game. Yep, minus <laughs> one eighty five. Uh, grab that right now if you can, because I think that's going to get a little worse. Uh, Jaguars, a little bit of disarray in their coaching staff. Uh, Saint Doug Marone seems to be getting on the wrong side of his defense. Um, 
and uh, remind me of our Cam Newton replacement. Kyle um, Allen. Kyle better. Allen. Looking better great. Better dressed, too. Yeah, looking <laughs> great, Kyle Allen. Um, yeah, this is actually yeah. an interesting quarterback matchup. you got Carter Minshew versus Kyle Allen, two people that most casual NFL fans, even a couple weeks ago, had never even heard of. And now these guys are facing off. That's right. So, yeah, this is a, a pure a pure money play. I didn't think about it one way or the other. Was comparing lines, saw the, saw the value in minus 185, jumped right on it. Uh, feel good about it. All right. I'm going to move on here. I'm going to stay in the NFC. Well, I guess the Jags are in the NFC. But uh, this is a matchup we've seen in the past here. Packers going on the road to take on the Cowboys. And I really like, <clears throat> excuse me, the Packers here. I've seen them anywhere from plus three to plus three and a half. You can get that plus three and a half. I love it. And I actually like the Packers winning this game outright as well. So you can find a juicy money line. Feel free to take that. Rodgers is 3-0 in all time and in his career against the Cowboys. The Packers have averaged 35.3 points per game in those wins. He seems to play extremely well. The Cowboys are a little bit banged up. They may be getting Michael Gallup back, but probably their most important player, I don't think most people would admit this, but Tyron Smith, their left tackle, he's an all-pro, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's likely out in this game. That has tremendous effects in this Cowboys offense. It has tremendous effects on Dak Prescott, and they're also missing Al Collins, their starting right tackle. He is questionable for this game as well. Those are big. I don't think people are really thinking about that when they bet this game. Um, the Packers haven't looked particularly great However, I do think they come on, this, on the road in this game. They play extremely well. I think Rodgers likes the spotlight, which he will certainly be under uh, when two of America's teams face off against each other. So Packers, plus three to plus 305. And, of course, you can get a, a juicy money line. I'll take that as well. Is my best bet of the week in the NFL. But the way things are going so far, I would take Chris's bets here. If you want to take both of ours, great. I hope I have a winning week here. But Chris at 18-8-1, if you're following his picks, he is winning you some cash. Cha-ching! Any final thoughts here, Chris, moving forward? This is NFL Week 5, College Week 6. Any final thoughts? Look for those, uh, maybe a buy one, get one free wing deal this weekend. Um, Sounds great. Treat yeah. yourself. Whoever you are, you're listening, the listening audience out there, treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to reach for that pumpkin spice beer. They're delicious. <laughs> it's October, nope. baby. It's That's right. No, it's no shame. Enjoy it. Be part of the season. Get all yeah. in. Yeah. All right. Well, that was episode 15. As I mentioned, just a little tease for the teaser episode, episode 16. And we talk about teaser strategy. Mike Hall, he does math for a living, right? So you can't, you can't be wrong. So go ahead and listen to both. That's this one. Uh, and go ahead and click on the next one here. Subscribe if you haven't already. It means a lot uh, to the podcast here. This was episode 15 of Believe in Betting LA for Chris Lewert for Stag Cap for the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Sam Maxwell. See you guys next time. What I could be, what I could do, then we were new. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.